Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You feeling uh, a lot of enemy feelings towards Taylor today, Al? How? How? What do you like mean, the Al? nicest guy in the world. <laughs> He's a Kings fan. You you hold that in very you you're very contemptful when you heard that. If he'd have said, um, let me think here, just right now, right now I think everybody's against Lakers because Lakers are twenty one and twenty, so it's not like uh, you know they can go up against. It was Memphis a new rivalry? Lakers <laughs> lost three or four for them. No. Like, I, I'm trying to think here of like uh, <laughs> they've lost to enough of these teams where it's like, well, well, who the hell is the, the rival? Laker rivalry right now? Is the calendar it's it's themselves the, it's Father Time? It's it's not just father time; it's uh, themselves, yeah. right? They got we we. By the way, we 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 hit on this yesterday. Um, eight of ten are on the road. Eight of their next ten games are on the road. We're at the halfway point of the season, so a lot of work to do, boys. A lot of work yeah, to do. There there is a lot of work to do. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, Chris has been pushing the um, Dirk Diggler <laughs> uh, Taylor thing for a while. I I can't get there because Taylor. Taylor's six. Wait, he's six five. Taylor, is that what it is? Is that the official uh, height and weight? Give or take, yeah. Okay, so five. yeah, he's a he's a tall man. Mark Wahlberg's like five five. <laughs> I'm having I'm having a hard time putting those two things together. Mark Wahlberg's a little guy. Taylor's a big guy. It doesn't really work, even though they both have kind of the Eddie Adams from Torrance face going on. The, is it the, the face? The, I don't know. The, yeah, you both have. Uh, there's a, a certain. Innocence, a certain you know, I'm, I'm new to town and I'm just looking to have a good time. Feel to both of your faces that I think Chris is leaning into. Yeah, we've, we, Chris and I have seen each other maybe two or three times, so maybe he just hasn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Chris makes his his decisions based on things and far less interactions than than one or two, right, Slee? Um, no, I think Chris is very thoughtful in his uh, in his thinking, and he's very precise. He spends a lot of time. I'm thinking not mad about, about the comparison. Who uh, <laughs> would be eventually? Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a whole other thing. Um, you talked Amanda into throwing her groceries away, Al, about the almond milk. She sent us a text. The, 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 the day got off weird because Emily and I. Uh, in different places, both had spoiled milk in our coffee this morning. Kind of got us off the wrong foot. And you're an almond milk guy, and you were talking about how you know you don't think that ever goes bad. Now you've had Amanda go through her refrigerator, throwing well, away all asked, of her expired products. She asked, well, what about almond milk? And I said, well, it says seven to ten days. And she's like, no way. I use it for a long time after. The problem is it's not like you're going to smell almond milk and be like, oh, this is bad. This Smells is like bad. almonds. Smells like almonds. Like you're good to go. You use. It. I don't know. I've had bad almond milk before too, so it does smell. It does smell. I, I think you have a refrigerator problem, Emily. No, <laughs> this is a previous place. Place I live now. Not plugged in. <laughs> yeah, and everything just melts. Why is my ice cream not not? This meat goes bad in a day every time. I don't. What, what's up with my butcher? <laughs> I like the idea that it's not put in. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Speaking of guests, Sean McVay tomorrow, twelve thirty, with uh, Alan and myself. Um, I want you before we play Sean McVay. I want you to kind of restate your position now from the last couple of days on why you felt Sean McVay made the wrong decision at the end of regulation. 
Uh, you you got to go for it in that situation. When I say go for it, is in you got three downs to go get a first down. You end the game. You control your own scenario against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, you were kind of gifted one. Remember the drive before. 49ers were driving. Ramsey makes that pick. Couple of you know bobbles the ball. Of the year, arguably unbelievable play. San Francisco was already in field goal position. They were going to take the lead. You kind of got a second chance, a second opportunity, and they took advantage of it, come all the way down. They score. I think that was a throw to Cooper Cup, I want to say. Was that Cup? Yep. For the the yeah the go-ahead score. Um, then your defense does its job. What's their job, Trav? If you can force the, the San Francisco back. 49ers to punt, and they did, and I think they got them all the way back to like a fourth and 18, and 49ers had three timeouts, so strategically they say to themselves, well, this is the best chance that we have. Let's punt the ball, even though our punter is out of the game. And That's let's right. Take- they punted with Robbie Gold. By the way, Robbie Gold not talked about enough of <laughs> I know. The, the saving grace for the Niners. They get the ball back. This is it. This is your, hey, we're going to walk in into the playoffs, not just beating the 49ers, feeling a certain way about ourselves. We actually ended up, even after blowing that 17 nothing lead, um, we end up winning the game, taking control. All you Niner fans are here. Go walk out of this stadium, and we're going to come out with a W. All you got to do is get one first down. You run for it on first down. They call a timeout. You run for it on second down. They call a timeout. Then you're in a, what was it, about third and six, third and seven, something yeah. along those lines yep. was a position that they were in. Um, all I've heard from everybody this season is how great Cooper Cup is. You're right. All I've heard is about the reason why they went out and got Matt Stafford. You're right. There's a reason for why they do that. I thought your defense already got the job done. You're in this position, third down. Even if I, the first two downs, if you're going to run it, I get it. But on third down, can you do me a favor? Go for the win. Go for the win. And, and if and if that costs you one timeout for the San Francisco 49ers, at least you went for the win and you could put yourself in a position to say, well, we're not just going to stand back here and let the other team dictate what's going to happen. We're going for the W. And I, I thought that's what they should have done. Okay. You left out one part. Where called you him called a coward. <laughs> that part, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a – it was for, for that set of downs, <laughs> I, I thought he was – that's the best way that I could describe it. You either go for the win and you go for the kill – or you don't and you play conservative. And it seems like every time a team plays prevent or a team is playing not to lose, you end up losing. So Coward. I, I like to think that everybody in the city is listening to us. But I did think that maybe Sean McVay uh, was getting ready for Arizona, was looking at film, was trying to talk to Eric Weddle to see if he wants to come back to the team, which he is. But after hearing your case and then hearing from Sean McVay, I wonder if you didn't talk him into something because this is was his response when asked about the situation that you just described. And if you said in hindsight, maybe be a little bit more aggressive. It didn't work out for us. I'm always going to try to learn, but I don't want to be um, – you know, I think the thought process in the moment was sound, uh, but it didn't work out for us. Uh, but you do want to close games out. You know, I had every intention of trying to convert a first down, running the football, and also having them utilize their timeouts. You know, it wasn't like we're just taking a knee. You felt like those runs would have a chance. They had stopped us pretty good on the run. There was a couple things that maybe I would have done where you're still underneath the center that give you some run pass options. But if it's not there, then you've got the opportunity to still keep the clock running or force them to use that third time out. 
Um, so there was, there was kind of all those layers were, were in, uh, you know, in effect right there. And, and that was kind of the thought process in the moment there, you know, it didn't work out for us and, and you know, and I, and I, I want to be better and I want to learn from those. as well. Okay. The only thing missing from that yeah. is that entire quote when the last line is, and, and I want to be better and I want to learn from those as well. Sliwa. <laughs> That's that's the only part missing from the end of that quote where he addresses you directly because that's exactly what you're talking about, right? Like he kind of explains his thought process. Yep, it's kind of taking you through the Which whole thing. We get thing. the thought process. Yeah, like, I, I I see where he's coming from. I just disagreed with it. Yeah, I, and I get it too. And I was okay with it because of the quarterback that was on the other side. But it does sound like, without saying, if I could do it again. I might try something a little different. It, it sounds like that's as close as I think we're going to get to I might do that differently if you could run it back all over again. That whole different formations, we're going to try to get a first down, be more aggressive. That 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 was really close to I think maybe I'd do it differently. That That's that's actually a question I'll ask him tomorrow. I'll ask him that it, you're, you're in that situation again. You have a chance to close out a playoff game, and, and you're in a similar scenario – would you do something different? And, and I, I think that's a fair question to ask. And um, and I also think, like, I, I, I like Sean McVay saying that I'm sure it's very tough for some of these coaches and players to admit that they're wrong on something. And I think he, as best as he could, describe this was, like you said, this is a thought process. But at the same time, I want to learn. I could have been a little bit more aggressive Maybe he's put in that position again. Maybe he's put in that position again, Trav, and he makes a different decision. That's why. That's why I was. That's why I was going after Brandon Staley so hard as you well, is because you didn't give him the, the the coward line. You just wanted him fired. You you skipped the whole name calling portion and went straight to get that guy out of here. Trav, agree or disagree on this? He cost his squad a chance to be in the playoffs. 100%. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert should be agree. playing this weekend, right? And and, and I, I'm a, I could sit here and say I want the Chargers to lose every game. Okay, that's fine. They should be in the playoffs. 100%. And Justin Herbert is a good enough quarterback that we should be watching this weekend. You yeah, know what I mean? Well, okay. And and, and, you, and, I, and I and I don't 100%. feel like he learned from mistakes <laughs> that he it. made earlier in the season. That's it right there. And that's one of the things that I really like about McVay that that you just mentioned now and that Staley didn't do. I'll explain what I mean next. Plus, he said something pretty interesting. That's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, I think we know what uh, is in Brandon Staley's um, phone, what music, what playlist he's listening for. What is that, Taylor? Is that semi-sonic? Is that what that is? I think that's Closing time, semi-sonic. Closing time, semi-sonic. Because uh, Brandon Staley's quote when asked during a, a presser. All, and this, this just came out, right? This just, was just, just yep. a minute or two ago. All endings are beginnings. So he misquoted semi-sonic, but the, the spirit of it is, is right. 
I mean, yeah, you can't begin something until something else has come to an end. I, I get, I get the, um, the metaphor you're going for here, Coach, that your season is over, so now you're beginning the new season. Good one. The problem is what Al just mentioned a minute ago is, Al, it wasn't just the decision to call the timeout against the Raiders. It wasn't just the decision to go for it on fourth and one from your own 18-yard line in the third quarter and give the Raiders a free three points, which is exactly what happened. And, oh, by the way, you lost by three points. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't just that. It was what happened against the Kansas City Chiefs where you were reckless in your decision-making. It was what happened against the Houston Texans where your team clearly was unprepared to play against not just one of the worst teams in the league – but a, a team that was historically bad. This wasn't just a bad team. It's one of the worst teams that this league has seen in years. That you said a minute ago, and we were talking about Sean McVay, who again will join us tomorrow at 1230. Sean McVay, while maybe not instantly course corrects, you know, Von Miller was talking about how he's pretty steady and how he goes about it. It's not, well, A didn't work, we'll go to B. Well, B doesn't work, back to A. He, he's not mm-hmm. doing that. He has an idea of what he's doing. But in the quote we just heard from him, it's like, yeah, look, it, it, given an opportunity, I was trying to be aggressive. Maybe I would do it a little bit differently. Brandon Staley doesn't seem to have any feel for that at all. This idea of, hey, listen, I have a philosophy and a, and a deal, but there are times when the deal's got to take a back seat to just common sense. He hasn't, he hasn't wrapped his hands around that yet. You ever, you ever been at a job where, like, you have to take a training, right? So let's use ESPN Disney as an example where they'll have us take trainings. There's like uh, workplace this, workplace that, whatever the case is. And there's certain things that are fireable offenses, okay? Where if you do this, you're gone. Like there's no question about it that you're gone. This is what happens if you if you commit this. Here are the things you can't do. Right, here's the things <laughs> you can't do. And some of those are not because you did something once. It's because you did the same thing over and over again. Like, hey, we... <laughs> You already had this conversation with HR three months ago. What do you mean you did the same thing again? Well, this time around, at some point, the company is going to say, okay, this guy has not learned from his mistake. When I said, you know, we're having the conversation about Brandon Staley, and look, what you said right now, I think you answered, asked this question yesterday, is this guy stick around for one more year, yes or no? And I said, yes, I think he for should. Sure. For okay, sure. I, I think he should stick around for one more year. Um but it's it's that's the biggest difference I think between some of these coaches or some of these players. Are you adjusting? Are you are are you finding? Okay, I believe this, but I've also seen what happens when I do this every single time that I got to adjust to it a little bit. And I, I think the Staley quote is kind of funny. All endings are. Begin- I'm, I'm surprised he didn't cut Closing off the. Uh, time. Surprised he didn't cut off the 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 exit <laughs> interview a little bit sooner and say, guys, um, I got a tea time coming up at 1:30, so let's uh, let's let's definitely connect well, back in August. He doesn't have to worry about that tea time at 1:30. He's can he's got one tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next. He doesn't. Yeah, have but he has. To do he already paid combine. for the trainer. There's a trainer. There's a golf instructor that he already paid for. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You can't cancel this date. You can't cancel this date or you lose your you lose the fee. I do like the idea of Brandon Staley getting called into football HR to 
to discuss his his inability to understand that going for it on fourth and one from your own 18 is a really bad idea. Oh, but, you know, you didn't tell me that uh, I couldn't do that. Like, you didn't specifically tell me I couldn't wash my hands in the coffee pot. Therefore, I did it. Uh, you're going to have to write this stuff down for me. I need to know the rules. <laughs> He's in there just going for it on fourth down from his own end of the stadium in a must in a must win game and he's like eh you know i just i just think i'll go for it you do understand that if you lose you're out right yeah let's just go for it you do understand that it might come down to one possession in this game and three points could be the difference eh let's just go for it you do understand that you ran the same play the previous play and it lost a yard eh just go for it he he needs to be in football hr i love it it's you're you're absolutely and you know what else it shows me and well it's usually Black Monday, right, where all the football coaches get canned, and, and it kind of trickled out, and Joe yeah. Judge got canned yesterday from the Giants. And I do like that he basically fired himself. That's kind of fun. When you call back-to-back quarterback sneaks from your own five-yard line on second and third down, you're basically trying to get your – it's like I've had enough of this. I don't have the balls to walk in and say, hey, listen, I don't want to be here anymore. I quit. So you just run back-to-back quarterback sneaks from your own five-yard line. It worked. He got himself fired. It it was a successful plan, but it's kind of a grass is the always greener thing, right, Al, that just because Sean McVay did something that you didn't love, just because Sean McVay did something I didn't love at the end of the first half, Brandon Staley did some things over the course of the season. You're like, huh? The grass isn't always greener when you decide, oh, we got to go try somewhere else, somebody else. You could get a dude like this because in football, I don't care if you got good players. Mm-hmm. If your coach is not up to snuff, if he's not at least NFL average, you're dead meat. Mm-hmm. And the Rams have somebody that's way above NFL average. We'll see what Brandon Staley is, but guys make boneheaded decisions that are really good coaches, but that doesn't make them bonehead coaches. Bonehead coaches do what Joe Judge did. The Rams have the right guy. The Chargers, I think, have the right guy. They just need a little more experience on the uh, in that job for Staley specifically. And you can't be the guy that you know you think you're reinvent. It's your first year coaching in the NFL. Do you really think you're going to reinvent the way the game is played? Do you really think that you're the coach that's going to come in and all these other great coaches that are coaching today or coached in the past? They never thought of what you were thinking and determined whether this was going to be a good idea or not. Like what what you can't be is you can't be the conversation and the storyline for four or five games. That you it can't be your coach that is talked about at the end of games rather than Herbert or rather than Keenan Allen or rather than some of these other star players for the Chargers. So that adds to it as well. So it's starting to stack up a little bit. You hear Kevin Demoff just tweeted. Here's some January twelfth today, right? Okay. Six years ago today. The Rams returned to Los Angeles. Mm. Okay, five years ago today, they hired Sean McVay as their head coach. Three years ago today, they beat the Cowboys in a divisional playoff game. That at the Coliseum, they just they smoked. C.J. Anderson went for a hundred yards. Todd Gurley went for a hundred. They just they smoked them. So maybe we're you know this is a good time of year for the Rams. This is a good week of the year for the Rams. Back to L.A. Got the coach of the future. Have a Cowboy uh, playoff win in that situation. You believe in Carmel? Are these are these tea leaves that are heading in the right direction? No, just go in on Monday. I don't think <laughs> I, I, you try to you try to depend on what happened five years ago, six years ago. I don't think they're I, depending. It's just good mood. It's just you know good frame of mind stuff. I don't think they're gonna roll out the ball on Monday night and say, "Hey, Kyler, you do know we hired Sean McVay five years ago, right? We that's that's worth at least listen, ten points." Listen, don't be in the fourth quarter. 
don't be 20 to 17 with six minutes left to go. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't be in that position. We talked about it a little bit okay. earlier. Don't don't be in that spot because Trev, I, I I don't know what happens, but if they do lose the game on Monday, mm-hmm. and I, I actually I don't think this is just exclusive to Monday. I think if they lose at any point over the next two weeks, you didn't make progress this year. Like I, I think that's the best way to describe it is every single year you're kind of if you're gauging yourself from a from a sports perspective, did we make progress or did we not? These next two weeks will determine. Hey, did we make progress or did we? And I'm not even talking about just the Arizona game, but if yeah. it's a close game against the Cardinals, six minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, and it's twenty to seventeen, uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on a lot of individuals for the Rams. Oh, look, look if. <laughs> If the unthinkable happens on Monday night, right, if, if we're coming in Tuesday morning and we're talking about the end of the Rams season, it brings up a ton of questions. I, I, and you and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. I, I don't think that, like, all of a sudden people are getting canned. I don't, not, none of that stuff. No, I don't, I don't, think, think, I don't think that's happening either. Th- and none of that. And you're not moving on from Matthew Stafford. It, that's not happening either. Yep. But I do think that just kind of the perception of what's happened, because it's a tough fix. If it's the same way with a different quarterback, when we were told the quarterback's the, the, the problem, now what do you do? Now, mm-hmm. now where do you go? Now how do you, you, you go through that? I, I think they're going to win on, on Monday. But you, you break, you go, I want to go back to something you said a second ago. If it's 24 to 20 with six minutes to go, right? The game's really close. The, game, yep. the game's hanging in the balance. Do you feel any better about the Arizona Cardinals in that situation than you do the Rams? I'm not saying that the Rams are way out in front of them. I'm saying that the Cardinals haven't done anything either, right? Mm-hmm. The, Car- the Cardinals are the teams they haven't been to the playoffs in seemingly forever. That the Cardinals are that team that doesn't get stuff done either. This this isn't like the Packers beat you or the T- Tom Brady beat you or, or something like that. That Arizona is just as likely to shoot their own toe off as Matthew Stafford is. But I, I don't think they have they have I, I think the way they finished off the season they got kind of nothing to lose like it, it's a uh, their season was interesting because for a long time in the NFC they had the best record right or they they were leading the division for both. the most part both yeah. right exactly yeah. so the way it ended that part's disappointing but they're in the playoffs they're not expected to win and I don't really think they got, you know, they're kind of rolling the dice here. Like there's, if, if they win the game, it's going to be more a surprise. If they lose the game, it's not as much of a surprise. And oh, by the way, they do have success against some good teams this year. They did beat the Cowboys a couple weeks ago in Dallas. They did beat the Rams um, at uh, SoFi. What week was that? I forget what four. week it was. Something like that, right? So four. they're kind of, they almost feel the same way. I, I think they kind of look at the Rams. Do you think they should be worried about that? I don't think they're intimidated by the Rams. Uh, I really don't. Now, that doesn't mean that's going to go be a lock and a guarantee I that they're going to go get a W. I honestly don't think anybody in the NFL is intimidated by anybody. I, these guys are all just so on the man. And I mean that in the most confident. There's, there's not a lot of intimidation. I think there's track and, record. And I, there's I a lot of equal teams. Yeah, it, it's, it's just, I mean, shoot. We saw the Jacksonville Jags pound Indy. So I think everybody feels pretty good about their chances in any given week. But Sean McVay has lost to them one time. In five years, he's lost to the Cardinals one time. If I'm the Rams, that does give me a little bit of confidence along the way. Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear. With you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. Two Lakers uh, traded hands last night. Two former Lakers, I should say, uh, Al. Um, 
I wouldn't hate to see something like that here. I'll explain next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I had a moment um, kind of questioning things last night, Al. I... Uh, my youngest son um, had an appointment that I needed to take him to, and it was it was like at seven o'clock. And so uh, we're thinking, oh, what do we want to do for dinner on, on the way home? And I, I talked to the other two kids. Susan was working late, so she was kind of out of the mix. And I, I I sent to the group text with the kids. I said, Hey, how does how does In and Out sound? I get back, Yep. I get back a second. Sounds good to me. And my youngest like, eh, I don't know. I want I I I, I think I want to go light tonight. Like who? Whose child are you? Like, what? What do you mean you want to go light tonight? Have you ever experienced anyone, much less a sixteen-year-old boy, saying that he doesn't want to go get a double-double? I was, I was shy. I almost kicked him out of the car. Yeah, what happened? So, what, what was that conversation like? Did you have a lot of trouble sleeping at night? Did you? <laughs> well, I have trouble sleeping decide, every night. <laughs> pull your wife yeah. to the side, have kind of a I, serious conversation. Yeah. Is everything? Is there something you need to tell me about? Yeah. You know, I, I I don't quite know. But we're sitting in line. He sees all the all the burgers on the grill, right? You see everything sure. going in there. You can start to get the smell coming yeah. from yeah, inside the store it. to outside. Yeah. He's like, uh, "Can can I still order one right now?" <laughs> there you go. That's that's how that works. That's that's a much better way to do. It. But I was I was worried for a minute. I really was. Yeah, that is the. Uh, it, it's kind of funny because what were we talking about? I think over the last couple, of, what was. Uh, who has a Diablo chicken set? Was what you say Arby's, Arby's or something like that? Yeah, and then you know everybody's got their own thing to offer. I think a week ago you were saying that the Del Tacos got to, okay, they got good fries and this. They do. In and out's just the go-to. It's like just yeah. the it's the. I, I don't really know of anyone that will say, no, nah, I'm good on In-N-Out. <laughs> well, I didn't until yesterday, and, and it happened for the first time. I, I had the same experience, too, every time. I take it home, I eat it, and the second I put the last bite in my mouth, I'm like, I, I blew it. should have gotten two. You got to get two of these. You always do this, and then five minutes later, I'm like, yeah, that was that was perfect. That was a perfect amount. Two would have been a, a disaster. Your you just, stomach you... has to catch up with the brain to tell you, Absolutely. like, hey, we're good. We got enough. So did you see where uh, KCP and Montrez tried to fight yesterday at the Warriors yeah, I, game? <laughs> I, read, I read this. that they, uh, I, I guess Montrez Harrell was mad at KCP for not passing him the ball. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, uh, some words. And I, I think I even read that uh, um, a, a swing was thrown or something along those lines. I'm like, guys, relax. It's uh, it's January. And uh, Montrez, you'll get the ball the next possession. You'll be fine. <laughs> I I always get a kick out of it because yeah. first of all this happens a lot mm-hmm. right what was it AD and and Dwight had kind of a moment early in the year where they were barking at each other and somebody tried to push somebody or something teammates fight all the time right like I, you have sisters Al I I just have one brother mm-hmm. but 
I used to get in fights with my brother all the time. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't mean you don't love him. It doesn't mean that you don't want the the best for him. It's just guys guys that care about each other fight all the time. I, I've never quite understood why two guys that are super competitive give me the ball, get out of here. No, give me the ball, and I'm gonna punch you in the head. It, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's that's that's life. That's sports. That's guys. That's how they operate. I'd probably do that to you in pickup games where you're asking for the ball but you won't play any defense. No, I'll take a swing at you. I'll take a swing. Now, I might Here's, I might I, be, I might be far enough away where I know I'm not going to land, but it's more that. of like it's a warning. It's a warning. I, I, it's a, it's a message. Here's why it will never happen. I, yeah. I can tell you why that would never happen, and not because you wouldn't want to punch me, but because here, here's why it wouldn't happen. If you and I, we, we've never played basketball together, but let's just say tomorrow we're playing a pickup game, right? Three yep. on three. It's you, me, and a third guy. I'm already tired. The, the second I get the ball, mm-hmm. I'm shooting it, okay? The second I'm on defense, my man's going to score, and I don't give a damn, okay? I'm, he's going to get straight to the hoop. I don't care. You're going to be so frustrated with me after yeah. one game we're never playing again. But I, I also don't think that I could get you mad enough in just one game to strike me. I think you'd want to, no, but you would also be, okay. be you would also be mad enough that you'd be like, Trav, um, I, I like you, I like doing the show with you, but we are never, ever doing that again. That's exactly how that would go. Uh, did you see this L.A. Times article today? Came out talking about Russ. Um, I'm going to read off a, a quote here. Getting Westbrook comfortable is in whatever he's doing is one of the most important challenges facing the Lakers in the second half of the season, Does and LeBron it's not like him? he's been totally <laughs> lost. What would you say? I was just wondering if LeBron wanted to punch him over this quote. <laughs> Never mind. I, I, you, know, you know what's funny is as we go in, today's the first day. Tonight will be the first game of the second half of the season. And I, I did yeah. some of this yesterday on Lakers talk. Hey, what do you expect in the second half? I think you and I hit a little bit on it. AD's got to be the guy. We've gone through all that before. But the Westbrook piece is kind of interesting. When I hear there is, you know, there still needs to be this accommodation towards Russell Westbrook. I, I, I must stop for a second. I'm like, what do you mean? What, what? accommodation needs to be for Russell Westbrook like isn't the accommodation of um hey why don't we just go do what's in the best interest of the team and win games mm-hmm. to stop all of a sudden like I get it if you said hey you really got to throw AD the ball more down low like he's down there he's positioned in a good spot you're just not giving him the ball hey LeBron's got to kind of control things a lot more he's the quarterback give him the ball more the Russ piece I don't. I, I can't find an angle here of why the Lakers would accommodate to Russell Westbrook in the second half of the season, and that's going to be the difference of them now all of a sudden going out and winning some games and beating up on some good teams. I'm going to tell you something because yep. it doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. I, I when when you do this job and you offer your opinion on basically everything every day, you're going to get a million of them wrong. And that's just that's just part of the way that this goes. It just you're going to get a lot of them wrong, and very rarely do you go do you zig when everyone else zags and the zig is a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. This is one of those times. What you just described, what you just talked about, the accommodation, and it's the perfect word. It's the word that I mentioned at the when this trade was was made in the off season when Flea called to yell at me. All of these things. This is exactly what I was worried about. Ex- literally, it is exactly what I was worried about. It's exactly why I said at the time, guys, 
I don't like this. I don't think this is a good idea because he knows how to play basketball one way, mm-hmm. and the one way that he knows how to play does not jive with what they need. What they need is somebody to fit in and be the guy that scores when LeBron is not playing, LeBron needs to miss games, that can be the third best player on a team and is comfortable with it and, and, and embraces the role and does those things. And my response at the time was, hey, uh, anybody ever watched him play? I don't think that's really going to be what happens. And so far, it hasn't. It's been mixed, right? It hasn't been a disaster. I never thought it would be a disaster. I thought it would be this. Some good days, some bad days, but generally speaking, unsuccessful. And and that's kind of exactly what it's been. Now, the good news is, and here, here's something I, I've been meaning to tell you this all day. Yep. Because it's the first game of the second half, I am coming. I, I am. I am going to square one. I'm starting over. I, I am going to second half of the season this with. I am not going to go with the first 41 games of the season and say, "Well, this Clean reminds slate. me of blank, blank. Clean slate. Clean slate starting yep. tonight. Yep. And I want this thing to start. I want him to accommodate the rest of the guys. Not him. Not them. Accommodate him. He needs to find that lane where he's a complimentary piece to LeBron James, which at times has been okay. But that's what needs to happen moving forward because with the sentence that you just read out it is exactly what I was worried about, that he has his style mm-hmm. and that's it. And that the style that the Lakers need is not that and the two pieces just it's, – it's a bad, bad fit. But, but here's then, a, still feel it now. But here's the thing, Trev. I don't think they have accommodated him this year. I, I don't think the Lakers have played basically no, no, saying I agree, I we're going to play around no, Russ. No, I totally I, I th- agree with that. I think they. I, I, I think they've kind of gone in their own. Well, yeah. no, no, this is of course it's LeBron James. No, no, no. You're right, but the other the other half of that equation is him fitting in. Also, hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they, I don't think that the Lakers have been over backwards to make Russ Russ. But I don't think that Russ has been over backwards to try to fit into the role that you were hoping, and, and not just you, but a lot of Laker fans were hoping that he was filled. Neither side, they, they both did exactly what they should have done, or not what they should have done, but the Lakers did what, which is basically LeBron James, our best player, we're running yeah, it's through the best him. interest of our team. Of course. Right, why, of course. Who, why wouldn't yep. you? Of course. But Russell is still Russell. He is st- his game, his approach, his style – is exactly what it's always been. Mm-hmm. Hasn't changed a bit, and and that that's why I thought it was a bad fit from the jump. And it and it, 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 he hurts himself too, which will go back to your point of, well, why did you think he was going to change? Well, I thought he was going to change only because well, you're the third best player on the team. Like you don't really have a choice here. There's LeBron's here. Anthony Davis is here. They eat first, make sure they're full. Once they're full, then get in line. And you can get in line before Malik Monk and some of these other guys, but you're not going to eat before LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like that That's kind of the, the pecking order, right? Um, when, when I say he hurts himself, Trav, this is what I'm referring to. Um, and, and I know we've kind of hit on the turnover part of things. You can't keep making the same mistakes, right? Like yep. what, what, Russ, you're pushing the ball up. It's one on three. Russ, you're jumping, and you haven't made a decision yet of what you're going to do with the ball. Eventually, you're going to have to throw the ball, and it, there's there's a strong likelihood that's that's going to be a turnover. Russ, you're shooting jumpers that instead of attacking the basket, and so I I think for him, and, and by the way, if this is the reality of the situation, then it's the reality. If 
he doesn't adjust in some of those things. Like I, I'm not a, I'm not signing up for the the Lakers have to adjust around Russ, and I think we're both very clear on that. But if he does not limit some of his turnovers, if he doesn't take better shots and shot selection, then we might be just be sitting in this position when you say, "Hey, this is a clean slate starting tonight." Yep. <laughs> Why does anything change? Why does anything change? I, I'm not saying it's game. going to change. I, 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 don't, I know what I'm saying. I, I, I know I'm what just, you're saying. Yep. I'm just going to start over. I need a I need a reset. You know, I, when you play video games, I haven't played video games, but sometimes you get in the middle of the game, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get my ass kicked here. I'm, I reset. You hit the button, you start over, start from scratch. I'm hitting the button right now. I am hitting the button. We're starting over tonight in Sacramento. It's happening. Um, by the way, it's eight of their next ten games are on the road. So if, if they. If they go 500 over this stretch of 10 games, it's a remarkable success. Okay, and I, and really, I really mean that. Yep. But if they okay, let's say they do exactly that. Yeah. Then they'd be 51 games in and still sitting at 500. Yeah. Here's the problem, Trav. You tell <laughs> you okay. You you tell me the five wins here. Okay. Uh huh. And let's assume that Anthony Davis is not there. Okay. And give them the benefit of the doubt when I when I uh, point out some of these teams. Go. Sacramento tonight. Yes. Win or, win or loss? Yeah, win, yes. Okay. Denver on Saturday. Where, home or away? Away. Loss. I go loss too. Utah at home on Monday. Loss. I go loss too. Indiana at home on uh, whenever that is. Indiana win. at home. Okay, two and two right now. Okay. Now you start the six-game road trip. Okay. At Orlando. Win. Three and two. At Miami. Loss. At Brooklyn. Loss. At Philly. Loss. Okay. At Charlotte. <laughs> Loss. At Atlanta. Win. Tough game. So that's four and six right there. That's not so great. so <laughs> when you say, you know, so what does that mean? That means they go 10 games, then I think at that point they're a game below 551 games in. Yeah, not great. I think that's the kind of not, reality where they that are. That would be a, a really ugly. But it's it's a new day, Al. I'm starting over, and we're still doing the dump next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We haven't gotten to this, but I've been intrigued because uh, Emily mentioned this right at the top in our meeting, Al, that uh, Emily, you had a date last night that didn't go well? So it was it was not last night. It was uh, recently. Okay. But uh, I have to, you know, put the 25-year-old boys in Los Angeles on blast here for a second. Okay. So um, I was mess- messaging a guy on a dating app, and then we decided, oh, hey, like, let's go to the beach, have a hangout, chat, do whatever. Can uh, I ask a, a stupid date. question as someone yes. who has not been on a date with somebody other than my wife in a quarter century? What, yes. What's a, ha- what's a hangout? Well, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's – so what I was proposing was – I said, you bring a snack, I'll bring some wine, we'll hang out on the beach. Perfect. So that's essentially like this little date that I was going to do. So I, you know, I stopped by a wine place. I got this wine that I've already liked. It was not cheap. It was like, it was not like 50 bucks, but it it was $20. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was like, it's going to be nice. Shows that I have taste. Then I show up. I'm earlier than him. Uh, I tell him, okay, I'm down the beach uh, to the right because it was you know i had already gotten there ahead of time i you know set up my little camp and he gets there he walks down and he has this little cooler and it's like oh did you bring your snack he his snack was cheez-its 
He brought <laughs> maybe Cheez Its. Maybe he was listening to Cheez Its. Right. Yeah. He brought Cheez Its. Was it the extra? In it. Uh, was it the baked ones or what? <laughs> no, the toasted plain, ones? Plain Cheez Its. Mm. I brought this nice little bottle of wine <laughs> and uh, Cheez Its. Like and a then, stop. Um, When's yeah. the next date? <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeded to uh i i had a glass of wine i pulled him a glass of wine we were chatting and then he uh i had a second glass of wine he's like oh you're gonna have a second i'm like okay like this is a this is a date hey, we're having fun buddy, eyes on your own wine glass I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna do emily over here if i want a second you better back up or you're not gonna get a second i'm gonna have three right well, first Rest of all sh- let, let, let's yeah. just say this if if He's an idiot. Uh, let's start off with that. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, if if you're going to, this is his end of the bargain. You're bringing the wine. Awesome. What's going to go good with wine? Let's grab some fruit. Let's grab you know some grapes. Let's some cheese. Some crackers. Uh, not cheese. Crusty buddy. bread. Maybe a little. A little cr- like maybe a, a little crusty bread. And yeah. be a little crazy. Charcuterie maybe, board. May, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe a little dessert too. Maybe you you know you you kind of thought a little bit out outside of the box, and you're like, all right, a couple maybe some different chocolates, whatever the case is. Throw this thing together. Get your you know what over at the beach, and uh, and and let's live up to your side of the bargain. Right. So it was it was not great. So no, we're done. You give him a second chance, or is this? No, I ghosted him. So that's that's what happened Listen, I no, you ghost. If, if that brought, if you bring Cheez Its to the date, you no, get no, no, ghosted. But that's the key is he brought Cheez Its. Like that's all of a sudden you could tell right out the gate that this guy's got some class to him. You know what I mean? Like if he brought <laughs> goldfish or if he brought lays or ruffles, I'm questioning things. He got he brought Cheez Its. That's somebody that I think comes from a good family. Now, do you have a brother knocking around out there somewhere that you don't know about that decided to go Cheez Its on the uh, on the web? So, what could he have done, Emily, that wouldn't have been great, but would have also made you think, you know what, I'm going to give this guy a second chance? Like Cheez Its and some salami and cheese? Like, or is it just a Cheez Its deal breaker? Or even if it's like we hadn't had a running joke about Cheez Its and then he brought it up and like brought it, like that that'd be different. Like, if it was an inside joke, but maybe if he brought Cheez Its and you know. Some like nice cheese, like it's on top of it. Just double cheese it up. Have some brie, even just Ooh. something to just now set the mood a little bit. If you're bringing cheese, it's like you can't. <laughs> At least can't. it wasn't half open cheese heads. It was it was a full new box of cheese it. So I could That's tell good. he went to the store, <laughs> bought a box of cheese it. He didn't go and into his pantry, <laughs> right? Hey, there's only a little left. Uh, That's what I like. I like. Left. There's a there's a little wedge it's of brie. But it's half miss, half of it's missing. It's wrapped in the saran wrap from his own kitchen. This is fan. You know what? This should be a new segment. You're Emily dating in L.A. And what does the guy bring along the way? How do people find the pod, Al? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Search <laughs> Travis and Sliwa. If you don't catch the show live, you can always download it on the podcast. Do better, 25-year-olds of Los Angeles. If you get hit up with Emily, you do bring real crackers. It's Travis and Slee. We'll see you at 10 tomorrow morning. Mason and Ireland next.